0: Hello and welcome to the Potters Podcast. I hope you've all had a Merry Christmas and now it's soon to be a new year. So, happy Christmas, Ange, and happy new year. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And
1: a happy Christmas and happy
0: new year to everybody that's listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Undefeated in several now, it's becoming boring. It's becoming a bit normal now, isn't it, Ange? But it, there's yeah. only been one win out of that. So, so yeah. I, that's the it's thing. Better
1: habit than losing, though.
0: Well, yeah, of course it is. Now, how was your Christmas? Did you do anything good? And what did you have for Christmas?
1: I had some jewelry. Oh. Um, yeah, it was nice, and you're not borrowing it. I don't think it would suit you. And, just, you know, just a normal bit of, bit of perfume. Yeah, it was really nice, thank you. What about you? I mean, I don't want to steal your thunder now, but I do know what one of
0: your gifts was. Well, I've had the normal. I've had the Lynx box set, as normal, the Africa box set. I've had some new pants and socks, which was crying out for, to be honest, it's it's a long year. And I've had an air fryer, I'm, I'm yeah. chuffed a bit. I haven't even tried it yet, because I've been waiting for the plastic rubber things that you put inside it to stop making a mess, because I don't want to be cleaning it every time I put my steak and chicken in there, I'll be honest. But it's been good, I've enjoyed my Christmas way too much. I've probably put a stone on, to be honest, with all the oh. chocolate and all the rubbish I've been eating, especially pork pies. I've had a bit of a thing for pork pies this Christmas. No sherry though. Oh, you have said I would have got a recipe for how to destroy
1: a pork pie in an air
0: fryer. Well, that's the thing. I like them cold anyway. I've, I've always been like that with my pies and all that. I do actually prefer them cold. But anyway, we're, we're, we're digressing. It has been a hit and miss. Well, I'd probably say hit so far for Schumacher, it? and not First, before we go into yesterday's action, we'll go in with Birmingham City. Now, This was probably one of the best performances I've seen for a good while, to be honest. We controlled the game and it really should have been 4-5-1, really.
1: I thought they were very poor. You can only play what's against you and in front of you. And I thought we handled it really, really well. I thought we looked really good. Um, My concern partway through the match was could we keep it up? Because we've managed to uh, exert a bit of pressure against Millwall, but generally... I thought that we got better and better and um, totally deserved performance. Just absolutely outstanding. Uh, It was so nice to see all the fans, all the players and all the management team as a team clapping each other, cheering at the very end. And that doesn't often happen. And of course, then we got the added incentive of not having beaten uh, Birmingham since nearly 1863. I mean, we've had really bad results against Birmingham there over the years. And for me, one of the nicest things was seeing another manager from another club
0: getting pelters, as they say, in Scotland. Yeah, because Birmingham have really dropped a clangor with theirs. And they're all about sacking Rooney already, aren't they? From what's been going on there. I mean, he's taken them to, what was it, 5th to 19th, is it 20th now? It's a four from Grace. And to be fair, Birmingham were poor. I'm not going to sit here and say they haven't. They've been poor since Rooney's jumped in. They're trying to play a football, they, a kind of football that they you just haven't got the players for, rings true with about four of our ex-managers, do not it?
1: <laughs> it's, it's just nice to see, I know it's macabre. it's nice to see other fans suffering. The sort of similar stuff that we've suffered for years and, and gasping and moaning and then sitting down and just thinking, oh God, I wish it was full-time and seeing a lot of empty seats um, very early you know just all the things that we've done ourselves at Stoke over the years but yeah comprehensive win and one that uh, you should you should remember we all should remember that gave us a bit of a cushion in the relegation department
0: i don't think we need worry about that at this moment to be honest after the recent run of results but we'll go into yesterday now yesterday i got to be honest i don't understand how we didn't win that when they went down to 10 men I mean, I'll quickly go through the stats. I mean, possession we had the most of, which was 54 to 46. We had 14 shots to their 13. They had six on target to our four. And then corners, it was 5-4 to Watford. And we were back to winning ways in the foul league where we won 10 to 7. So we had the possession, which is obviously going to be expected because of the the red card. But what are your feelings on this? To be honest, I thought we ran out of ideas pretty quickly from that. But it was a good goal from Ryan May, something that we were looking forward to seeing. And the fans really appreciated that. Because he got us back in the game, didn't he? And recently, under especially Alex Neal, and especially Michael O'Neill, that would have been a loss, wouldn't it, in previous time? Well, I don't know why
1: you're bringing Michael O'Neill in. I think you meant Alex Neal there, so um, your air fryer's going to your head. I actually thought that the the reason we lost the energy that we had was the substitutions. And to be fair, the manager's thrown his hands up and said uh, he probably shouldn't have taken Ryan off. Um, I just thought that we lost a lot of energy when Berger went off. And, And I said yesterday that Berger is going to be one hell of a player and I'm not so sure we'll have him for very long. So please enjoy him while you can. He's the nearest thing we've had to a. Stephen and Zonzi in the midfield since Stephen and Zonzi went. But I think that's why we struggled. And yeah, I'm disappointed that we didn't win. But bear in mind that we've played uh, against 10 men recently and managed to conspire to lose a game, having been one up, if you remember. We we conspired to lose a recent game uh, when somebody had 10 men. Um, I I just thought we ran out of ideas at the end, and that is possibly too far. One, we took off our main threat up front in the centre who I did think had a better game, and two, they were absolutely shattered. I mean, you know, Bae Ho, he did so much good stuff. He's got really good feet. I thought he should have scored. Maybe the pass was a bit too far in front of him. But a lot of people um, seem not to realise the work he does off the ball as well as on the ball. And I, I, I think the reason is he went down yesterday was because he was shattered. Um, I mean, he lay down on the pitch at the end and uh, he was really, really stubborn, but um, his energy levels are great throughout the match, but he just ran out of steam uh, and that didn't help as well. I thought Junior, uh, he was very lucky not to get a second yellow, but we'll miss him when he goes away. Um, I just thought the team played well and what at the start the
0: one thing is we came back again we came back from a down and I, I thought we deserved at least a point yeah i mean i think the substitutions were the problem for me i think when once junior junior going off for me was the most confusing especially at that time i know he was probably a, a red card at, in, the, in the making really without how, how he was racing around but he was a real threat and he gave us proper width that i haven't seen for a long time um, but as soon as Hoover came on, that Porteous, who's a, who's a left-sided centre-back, was overrunning him every time. I'd, half the time, didn't even know where Hoover was playing. He looked like he was coming yeah. into the middle, he was drifting. I don't know what he was doing.
1: Hoover's sort of not got to grasp the grips with the inverted full-back come midfield, Dynamo come wing-half come uh, overlapping full-back at the moment. I think he's a bit lost. But the other thing that bothers me is his crosses. His set plays... Crosses and causes. Oh my God!
0: I mean, we can't beat the first man again. Yeah, that that was a big problem. But to be fair, that improved when Baker came on. He he was putting some yeah. good balls in. But I've, I don't know why he's come back over. Some. But let, before we go too far about every individual player, let's go into the player ratings. So we jump in
1: you,
0: with the last one of the season and uh, season sorry of the year, and that is Jack Bonham. He
1: didn't have a lot to do. But what he did, he did very
0: well. I thought he made a couple of outstanding saves. The one he got his hand to, that he pushed over the bar that could have been the death of us. I thought that that was outstanding. I'm going to give him a seven. To be honest, I'm going to give I'm going to give him a six. I, I thought Bottom was good. He he looked a bit shaky at times though when Watford were breaking through. I mean, I thought his position was all wrong for that daft shot from their striker that came on a uh, foreign lad. I can't remember his name when he woofed over the bar. But I thought he made two great saves. We, he's put, is it going to be the last game he's going to play? We don't know. There's talk Travers and Cooper are on the horizon. Apparently Schumacher wants to bring his his goalkeeper with him from Plymouth and now it's up to Stoke to go and get that man. But if not, we could always get Travers, can't we? So, then we move into Junior. Yeah, I thought, have you
1: noticed he does a lot of pushing and a lot of getting his hands all over his opponent and gives away niggly fouls? Look, I think he's played very well for us. I think he's the way forward. Um, he was taken off obviously because he was a, another card waiting to happen and the ref at some point was going to uh, give another card I didn't think he had his best game but I thought he was pretty decent uh, and I'm going to give him a six
0: yeah, I'll follow that with a six I, I like how he spreads the plate. really he's like a monster is he he runs forward so well I thought he was unlucky with his shot as well I mean that could have been real celebrations when we were in control at the end of the first half. But I thought he was brilliant. He's a bit raw. I get that. He's a bit raw. He's still a bit young. And I think he's a bit too big for what he tries to do as well. But he's the best right-back we've got. So I, I can't really have a go. And I, I agree with you. When he goes off to international duty for the African Cup of Nations, we are going to miss him. Which is which is which gonna we're going to talk about later of what we're going to do about that. But yeah... Really good from him. Now, Thompson on the left, back position again.
1: I thought Thompson did well because the bloke he was up against was one of those people you put the afterburners on and you don't know where he is anyway. The the bloke he was up against was really, really quick. I I think Thompson's been a revelation in that position. And though I felt a bit sorry for him yesterday, I think he's saved us a lot and, and kept the formation together. So he's getting a six from me.
0: To be honest, I'm going to go in with a six as well. I do like him there. I think it's the first time where I've looked at it and gone, that could be finally his position. Because for so long, we've, we've not really known where to play him, have we? Should we play him on the left no. wing, central midfield? I think he gets overrun in midfield. Left winger, he just hasn't got the pace. I liked him there. He always looked calm. He was never hiding away from the ball. And to be honest, I think he had the most touches yesterday out of all the Stoke players. He was trying to break the ball forward. Um, and, he tried, and he moved into the midfield later on to try and sneak us a goal. Uh, we all ran out of ideas but that's not his fault I thought he played well yeah, I
1: want, sorry Ian while you say that You know, the one thing that gets me about Thompson is he always puts, gets his head up and looks to get a pass forward when he's got the ball he's one of those players that will always try and get your goal in terms of his passing getting the ball out of defence
0: yeah I do I think he's good I think he's a really good player when he wants to be. The problem is, I just don't think he's a midfielder. That's my no. opinion. I think left-back, he's got a future at the club now. I'll agree with you. I don't think I want him there permanently. I think we need to find a left-sided version of Junior, to be honest. And I think this team will start moving forward. But until that time being, I think he's a good player. Right, now we're moving to McNally. Right, well, he always has, this what we used to call a rickety, he always
1: has a fault in him. But luckily enough, he had it, and we managed to recover from it. Do you remember when he slipped? He, he did okay. I, I think I think the problem for me with him is I always remember his silly mistake, and most of his silly mistakes have led to a, a goal. However, yesterday he managed to get the bloke wound up, who eventually got sent off. So for me, that's a bonus, and he's getting a seven.
0: The six again for McNally. It was his fault. He lost his man for the for the goal, the opening. I thought he was a little bit jaded at times. I think he was doing too much sideways passing when we needed to get the ball forward. I liked his silliness to get the red card as well. I thought it was a brilliant little play. You know, We've been moaning about it for years, how we don't get decisions. Well, that's why you've got to fall over like that. Because, to be honest, I didn't think there was a lot in it, but I'll take it. I'll take a red card any day of the week. For me, he's still raw as well, isn't he? I think he's... He needs a permanent move done to where he can play regular football. I mean, would you yeah. sign him in January permanently if we could?
1: No, I wouldn't.
0: Why, why, do, why?
1: Because I think there's better about and I think you will find a better player. And I think you will probably want somebody with more ability to pass the ball out and not make those crucial mistakes at the back. He's got, he's, I think Schumacher's going to be the sort of bloke that wants more playing central defenders.
0: Yeah, I could see that as well, because he was doing a lot of shouting at him when he was doing his sideways passes, which was very frustrating to watch, to be honest, when we are trying to get a goal. So I probably agree with you. Right, so now we go to Michael Rose.
1: I think the nicest thing I could say about Michael Rose yesterday was that an OK performance. It was steady. and um, For that reason, I'll give him a six, because I didn't think it was a scintillating display, given the fact that we are against 10 men. I know we were tired, I might be a bit harsh, but he's getting a six.
0: I'll go on with a six as well for Rose. I thought he was up for the challenge as well. He was chasing down people who were getting past him. He was, he was up for that challenge. I thought he was clever right towards the end as well, moving the players forward for that offside track that got Watford twice. I thought he was okay. Again, a bit similar, put, passing between him and McNally too much instead of trying to make a good pass forward. And it slowed us down too much to try and break on Watford for me. And I think that was down to Rose, not get, moving the ball quick enough. Right, then we go into to Ben Pearson.
1: I thought Ben Pearson had a very poor game. I thought he struggled to keep up with the pace of the game. He got a little bit better at one point, but I just thought the pace was too much for him. Uh, um, and he got beaten by one bloke, I think I mentioned it last night, where the guy was that quick for him he couldn't even pick him up in the air um, I just felt he was poor not as I don't think he's played well for a little while for us I, I, I don't think he's as good as when we signed him that happens a lot with Stoke um, and the one thing that's beginning to irritate me more now is he sits on his backside moaning when he don't get a foul he you know, throws his arm up in the air and I'm not a big, big uh, fan of that I also felt that um, he lost the ball and all that like yesterday. I thought he was our more on
0: our worst player, but because it's Christmas, I'll give him a five. A bit generous. I'm going to go for four, actually, for Ben Pearson. I thought he was very poor. He was miles behind the play. Uh, he was sloppy in possession. And he just kept getting caught all the time. Now, I can understand because Watford have got a very young, quick team. They're very quick. They've got young, quick players. I mean, that Kone, you know I don't know how they've got him to be honest after his performance in the world cup but they've got him. Aspria was quick and to be honest now with Ben Pearson he's going to be a backup to Veggie because I just prefer yeah, well, Bigger in that position. Yeah. And the problem yeah. is when you, we can I, I don't like it when we play two holders. And at the moment he's trying to put Pearson as a central midfielder that can drop back but he hasn't got those abilities to do that for me. I think Pearson is a strict holding midfielder.
1: I think he's had to play Pearson because of the injuries to
0: Iran. And, yeah, I agree, um, yeah. I,
1: I think that's why he's played in
0: there. Yeah, I agree, but it was it was a poor performance. Now, for me, Captain Fantastic, can't do anything wrong, in my opinion, with Tabergi. I thought he was best to play on the pitch for Stoke. I'm glad he's
1: the captain. It didn't take long to sort that out, did it? Um, he ran and covered every blade of grass. I was surprised he took him off. Well, I think he's taking him off because he knows eventually he's going to break down with all the games he's played and he needs him in that team against Ipswich, so man of the match for me, just a great all-round performance, uh, he never stops talking to players, he's a leader by example and he also discusses everything on the pitch I wish he was everywhere, wasn't he? And once he came off any momentum we had I felt went, so he's man of the match for me with a
0: I'm going to give him a nine, actually, to be honest. I know he went off quite early, but I thought he was brilliant. Because when he plays that deep role, he's pulling all the strings. And he was, every time they tried break, Berger was in the way. Stopped Kone breaking, stopped Esprit breaking on a couple of occasions. He was always in in front of them. It's like he he reads the game so well that he doesn't really need to have pace. He'll just stand in the way of them. And I thought his possessional side was brilliant. He kept breaking Bay. Him and Bay are starting to get a really good connection for me. And I think Bay is, I think Bay is just a he's a bit raw. But, so yeah, I agree. As soon as Berger went off, Junior and Berger went off, we lost any width on the right side. And then we lost any possessional momentum in the middle. He's the only one who's going to pick a pass for me and get this team moving forward. And him playing deep, he can push up and out the midfield as well. And that's what I noticed yesterday, that he can pick the ball up from the defence and then move it forward into midfield and then stay there as well and then drop back when we're getting pressed. He's too good for this division, Andrew. Already I can see what a good player he is when he plays in that old in midfield.
1: Yeah, like I said, I think we're going to have to
0: like him as much as we can because somebody will snap him up too. Well, let's hope that's not right. For me, very close to man of the match for me and that's John Hill.
1: Now, I thought he was outstanding until, and I'm not knocking him for this because we were all tired, until he, he lost a little bit of pace. His footwork and his ability to keep the ball in, in uh, both spaces is brilliant. I mean, everything he does will always come off. Um, he tries to get the ball forward, and sometimes I don't think the other players react quickly as... Uh, as he should but the energy he's got when he's on song is brilliant and the number of times he tracks back uh, I mean even Vidigal tracked back a little bit yesterday but the number of times he tracks back is amazing him and Berger's heat map must be really interesting to see he had that one chance when the ball was slipped through to him where he could have perhaps just lifted it uh, but look I thought he was uh, he did really really well he, was, he couldn't have give anymore because he was lying on his back at the end uh, and I think he's going to be one of those players that if things that he tries doesn't come off, everybody will say he's had a poor game. Um, I just think he's a bit lightweight at the moment when he tackles somebody. Um, I think, as you've said, he's raw and he's a work in progress. But I'm going to give him a seven.
0: Yeah, I'm going to follow that up with a with an eight. To be honest, Starfort Bay was brilliant. I did. I mean, to be honest, everyone's been sort of slagging him off a bit for missing that chance. To be honest, that was some fantastic goalkeeping, to be honest. That that Ben Hamer read that like a book, and he was out before... As soon as the ball was coming through, Bay wouldn't have even seen him come... As soon as he picked the ball up, he was in front of him. It was really good goalkeeping. Yeah, he probably should have flicked it above, but how big Hamer made himself, I don't think he would have got over anyway. I think it's just one of them unlucky things where a good goalkeeper read it. For me, though, I think it fell apart when he moved Bay to the right. Uh, I yeah. think that was a bad decision for me because I think Bay, close on in his attacking touch, he's so silky, silky player, really good with the ball, doesn't mind fit. It's his first time passes. I, I haven't seen that for years, Ange, since we've been in the mm-hmm. Prem where his touch is brilliant.
1: Yeah.
0: It's What a signing for me. I think this lad's going to be a superstar in the future once he gets confident and gets maybe a year older or something like that but I love the lad. I think him and Berger are getting a good rapport and I think that's it for Daniel Johnson for me hopefully let's pray and then now we move on to Vidigal
1: I thought again yesterday it might be because he was a bit fatigued and I know Watford are quite a physical team I thought he got muscled out of it a lot that worried me but he kept going and he kept trying and he tracked back a few times which I thought was quite impressive I didn't think it was one of his best games but he stuck in a little bit this time uh, you're expecting things probably because of how well he
0: started wasn't his best game and I'm giving him a six seven actually for Vidigal I thought he really worked hard and I, I do and I said this and and you heard it here first I said why not give Vidigal a go on the right hand side since he's been on the right hand yeah, side he's, he's better on
1: the right he guys I would agree with that yeah
0: because I, I said didn't you, on, the, on the last part. I said I'd like to see him have a go on the right because in Portugal you have a bit more time, especially the, the division he was in. Whereas on the right, he, he he can do the natural whips into the box, and I thought he was doing well. I think, to be honest, again it, for me it was a it was a mate, It was the changes that ruined it for me. I thought virigal was really making a difference on the right hand side, and then he moved him to the left, and then put Bay on the right, and it, for me it killed it. I think the the changes yeah, killed it for me. and and when he was on the right side he he just couldn't get those natural balls into the box because he had to come out onto his right hand side and because Watford had brought that many players on they were doubling up on on attacking players and you can't have them coming in unless we because you can have no space so but I thought he had some really good neat touches he was always looking to try and worm his way into a chance I like him, I think he's going to be a good player for me, especially on the right. Now, Hak, Hak Sabanovic returns.
1: He tries, he tries to get past his mind, he uh, tries to make things happen, doesn't he? He tries tries to get the ball forward every time. He didn't do enough for me, but he does try to make things happen. and I think that's really important going forward. I don't think he's fully fit. I don't think he's anywhere near fully, fully fit. He was absolutely shattered after about... 55 minutes. He
0: tried to be creative all the way through, and from that moment when he shattered, he isn't going to do much, is he? So uh, I'm going to give him a six as well. I will go with a seven for Axel Balačić. I, I like his style. I think there's a player there, and I've said this with quite a few of the players to be honest. There is a player there. I, I just think he lacks that confidence because he gets in some really good positions through moving. I think he's better at Vidal than Vidal is it breaking in on his right. I think he's a natural at it. He's, he reminds me of Arnie, some of his movements, how he got yeah, broken, yeah. Get, got in good positions. He had a bit of a wasteful chance. And I think that's the problem with him. At the moment, he's, he's just lacking that confidence, or maybe something to do with his fitness, to make that killer ball. He had a shot yeah. in the second half where I thought if he'd passed that through to the middle, Vidigal was open. And Vidigal, let's be honest, is a good finisher. He probably would have taken a chance. I think that's, for me, it's good signs, Ange, because they they look up for it more now. I'll say that. Right, Ryan May. Well, I thought that he's started to play better when he's able to run
1: onto the ball. I just don't think, and it's good now that people have noticed it, if you throw long balls up to him, he isn't going to get onto them all the time. He's starting to use his physicality a little bit better. He took, he, he took his goal well and I, I genuinely think he's a talented footballer. We've just got to learn how to use him better. He was absolutely gutted when we took him off. I understand why we took him off because, he, again, I think he wanted to save him but when he took him off, we had nothing to replace him up front and I thought that was the best he'd played for Stoke. Uh, I don't know what you thought and I'm giving him a seven.
0: He's going to get an eight just behind Berger as well. I think him and Berger and Schumacher have come in have just taken an absolute high rise up to the mountain with the way they've been performing I think May was very good positional wise I thought he was brilliant for the goal the defender had no chance beautiful touch on his right foot goal brilliant and I think if we can if we can use him I think he could be a good player for us I think he can score them goals I mean, there was in the second half once, where he brought a great save out the goalkeeper as well, and then for some yeah. reason Schumacher brought him off. I mean, he's so, uh, we're going to go into Schumacher after, but I thought May it was, it's massively improved for me Ange. I'll, I'll I'll be honest, and he he deserves an eye mark. I mean, we were quite judgmental, uh, mainly more you to be honest. But and we're going to lose him Not by the looks of it, aren't we? He's, he's been put into the Morocco squad as well, so this is tends to be our luck, don't we? We finally find some consistent players, and they're all off. International duty. Brilliant. Well done, Stoke. It always turns to be yours. We're not very lucky, always a club, Anne? I don't
1: know whether Maya
0: is going, but certainly Junior's is going, and I think Lloris will go. But, uh, well, You Lurice, know, l- the world's longest concussion, and I, I'm not too bothered about that. To, to be honest, I think Lloris going is probably a bit of a positive, <laughs> really. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nasty for New Year's and Christmas. I do apologise. Yeah, you can stop that. Right, so we go into the substitutions and this one was absolute dog garbage and that was Hoover for Junior.
1: I just think he's gone off whatever boil he was on. He's now become tepid. Sometimes I just wonder what he's trying to do. He can't cross the ball as he did Um, and the worry for me was the longer the game went on the more he was out of position. And
0: people were having to run back and cover for him. Uh, he's going to get. Luckily, he's going to get a five for me. A five? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to go with a three. I'm,
1: you're him an
0: eight. I'm going to give him a three. To be honest, Stuvi, awesome. he was garbage. Ange. Absolute oh, garbage. No, listen,
1: it depends how
0: you factor in garbage. I got one, at least two that are more garbage. Well, yeah, there is two more. We'll wait to see their scores, but. Uh, where was he for a kick-off? Every time no, Porteous...
1: Was, he was, he was, listen, when he had the ball, he was more of a liability with the ball than he wasn't without.
0: I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Where was he? <laughs> the, thing is, Ian, the thing is, he can
1: go drive forward and occasionally he drives forward and it's like a lightball moment. He knows what he's doing. But he doesn't seem to have the concentration... That he had. Um, but I'm still giving him a five because uh, there's a couple of others that I want to give a list to.
0: Right, okay. I thought he was wonderful. There was a couple of times I was going, where's Hoover gone? I was like, where's he gone? There's nobody on the right back position. And then I looked, he was next to Michael Rose. I thought, Rose playing left centre back? What are you doing there? And I'd be screaming at him, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be over there. And then whenever he got the football forward, I was like, bricking it because it looked like he was over touching it he was uh he didn't see out the, of the play twice as well when he came on i mean he mm-hmm. was poor and i've got to say it and i'll be honest with you if we can give him back wolves i'd give him back wolves no he'll come good again he will come good again uh, Ang, so you wouldn't rather let him go and bring somebody better in because we do we need three right backs
1: well, no, we only need
0: three right backs. If one of them can play left back when Junior's away. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he's going to have to cover him. See, I forgot about that. Uh, well. And you be out for a bit, so you, you've got to
1: have somebody
0: like Hoover. Yeah. So. At least the changing league gives you a bit of energy. But he's getting a five. You're not going to change my. Go, go on. I, and and Ange, If you drop it to four, we'll we'll we'll, we'll move on. No. 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 Unbelievable. Right (laughs) the missing man, the jigsaw piece that I'll give Schumacher credit for, he doesn't know him yet. Louis Baker for Berge.
1: Um all I can say the best I can say about Louis Baker is I just hope that this is as a result of him being out for such a long time. I didn't think he was very good at all. I didn't think he contributed a great deal in terms of anything.
0: So, he is getting a four. And I'm just hoping it's like he's a bit rusty. Well, I mean, I'll go in with a solid two. I, I I thought he was atrocious. Now, fair enough, I'll give him credit. He's been out a long time. Um, and I hope this is the final time we've seen him. Uh, a lone spell really would do him some good at this moment in time. But I thought he was absolutely atrocious. He had a great chance as well. We, we got a bit of luck. Um, yeah. Where a foul that should have been given wasn't, and he got a clear shot at goal and booted it straight at him. And he had time as well, he had time, he had space, and he just booted yeah. it straight at him. And I thought, and so I thought I'll give him a two. I thought, to be honest, I'll give Schumacher credit because I think he doesn't know a few of these players yet and I think what Absolutely. he made that mistake yesterday, which is, so I'll give him all all the due. And then, for me, one of the best substitutions, partnerships I've ever seen, Daniel Johnson, who's got two more years, by the way, for Pearson. Well, all
1: I'm hoping is that our former manager gets a job somewhere soon, and thumbs are knocking for Daniel Johnson. He never got into the game as far as I'm concerned, he looks as though he has no confidence at all. He's slow. He wants to play the ball backwards, which isn't what the new manager wants. I just—how can I put it—off the pace all the time and looks very looks apprehensive. Uh, he's getting a three from me, and he's lucky to get that. I'm
0: going to go in for one for Johnson. I thought he was—I thought he was absolutely, absolutely shite. Ange, I, I'll be honest with you—he was poor. <laughs> Every time he got the ball, he passed sideways or the simple yeah, pass. and he,
1: didn't like he his boots on the wrong feet as
0: well. And I'll tell you something as well. Now, he was creating more chances for Watford than he was for Stoke. Three yeah. chances from a misplaced pass to get Watford away. He missed two tackles. I mean, one he 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 slide tackled but misjudged it that much that he didn't even get near the player. No, that's <laughs> right. And and then, uh, I just thought it
1: was the worst he played in the spoke I said my had the best game in the spoke
0: I thought that, by some stretch, was the worst game Johnson had played. Now Ange, is he what is he? I'll I'll be I'll put this out now. I think he's the worst player we've had since we've been back in the championship.
1: I would say he was fairly close.
0: I mean, apart from defenders, I mean they're they're all crap anyway. But I mean, the midfielder. I think he's the worst midfielder we've signed in this division. Yeah. He is terrible. Absolutely, Absolutely terrible. Yesterday, he passed the ball out twice and there was no, yeah. no pressure. Yeah. Nobody near him. He should have passed sure. over away and he passed it behind him. I'm like, I, I thought, get uh, to be honest, if we can get rid of him or loan him out some way, I'd do it tomorrow. And the, the thing I can't believe the most, he give him the captain's armband. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Say that, one.
1: Pearson went off, he, he decided it wasn't a, a matter of anybody talking to him. Did you notice he just pulled the armband off his arm
0: and I'm coming up? I just thought that summed up his day. But when Johnson got the armband <laughs> Maybe that's what you give the armband for now. People are not having a good game, maybe it, it helps them. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said in the past, I've never told we give it to them, they've gone garbage. Go make it, wrong. <laughs> and John- well, Johnson was crap anyway, but yeah, very, very poor. Didn't give a mark, too. Now, now another one. Another one. Uh, I think these are the worst two subs I've seen in my life. The next one was Wesley. Now, did he actually touch the ball more than once? Yeah, just. I
1: honestly, for such a big
0: man who doesn't
1: have any body fat of any significance on him who's physically built like a brick whatever.
0: You can't swear on you, it's fine.
1: Well, it's Christmas, what did he contribute? What has he contributed since he's played for Stoke? Now, uh, that's a question for everybody listening, but when the ball is played to him, which was rare yesterday, if he does touch it, it goes, he can't trap a ball. It goes, as I think I've said before, in my opinion, it goes good physically put away from him. So he has to chase his own knockdown. Oh, honest, I, I guess the only thing he could say about him was if we're going to not change the way we play when he comes on, then physically it's no good in being physical because he's not going to get the balls. But I thought he was woeful. And
0: because he came on, and because I might see him one day, and because I'm a bit of a coward, I'll give him a two. I'm going to give him a one. I thought he was atrocious, Ange, honest what? to God. No. His nickname's the Block of Wood, and I think at least the Block of the Wood would. I mean, if you hit it with the ball, it'll probably bounce near to you or bounce a certain way. And the question you what? answered about what's it contributed a goal against West Brom and basically bumping that, heading that ball off the defender against Leeds that was an own goal. That's it. His touch is terrible. He's got no strength. He's got no attacking ability, movement-wise. He's never breaking into the box to try and get on the end of a corner or on the end of a cross. He's always in the wrong place. It was a great ball from Baker, but Wesley was standing just outside the box. What are you doing?
1: 20 million, can you imagine paying
0: 20 million for him? We're paying him 40 grand a week.
1: I mean, that's just stupidity, absolute stupidity. But why? How long have we got him
0: for? Luckily, we've got him till the end of the season. with Oh, god. So. I
1: thought maybe we could we recall,
0: could. I mean, recalled No, well it's into loan. Is it's so a one-year free transfer? No, okay,
1: that's isn't right.
0: it? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so signed some firmers, haven't we? Uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> but this time there has been some good, and so I, we can't complain too much with this one. Now the subs no. that weren't used, and to be honest, three of these. I would have brought, brought these. I would have brought three of these on instead of the, the garbage we did bring on. So the subs that weren't used were Simkin, Wilmot, Jojic, Sadibi who's back in the squad, which I'm happy about, and Nathan Lowe. Now I would have brought Jojic on instead of Johnson. I would have bought Sidney Beyond instead of Bakey, and I definitely would have bought Lewon instead of the Lump of Wood. What would you have done? Yeah,
1: but I can understand why he hasn't done that, because all three of them have limited experience, and he wanted to grind out a point, whatever. And that's what we did. We're disappointed. Before we went there yesterday, you'd have taken one each, you'd have ripped the hands off. Because they went down to 10 men, right, everybody expected us to win. Well, Queen's Park Rangers beat us. Just
0: remember that I'd rather take a point than not. Yeah, I agree, Ange, but we had Alex Neil at the helm then. So, you know, grabbing a win, it's all a miracle. But for, for me, with Wesley, what I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the players after which we're going to go into, but for me, I'd rather see a Lowe than him any day of the week. Because, I mean, Lowe scored more goals in way less appearances. So yeah. for me, we the, the stats speak for themselves. They aren't good enough. So, no, they're not. and hopefully a few of these again which we'll talk about next. Right, so we'll go into the overall performance rating. Eight. Eight. Yeah. That's a bit high, I'm. To be honest. <laughs> listen, listen.
1: Were you watching, you watching, you watching
0: Rangers like? at the same time? No.
1: No, honestly, I just think you get a point at Watford when you. At the end of a busy period, you should be
0: happy with what you've got, and I'm going for an 8 You'll probably go for a six. Yeah, it is bang on, six, yeah. It would have been higher yeah. if it wasn't for the subs. I think the subs killed us. I really do. I think he made some dodgy decisions there, personnel where they were playing, and we'll move on to that next. Now, the referee, he's getting an eye mark for me, Ange. Well, I'll tell you mine first, if you don't mind, because you always say I've jumped
1: on the bandwagon. I thought it was the first ref for a long time that gave us some uh, rubber the green. He let the game flow, which I all, always like. When their crowd got onto him, and I did think it was a sending off, he kicked out and he pushed him in the face, and you can't do that. We'd have been unhappy if he hadn't been sort of thrown off. I thought he stood his ground quite well. It's a long time since I've heard such booing. A seventh.
0: Seven, I think that's low on game nine. I thought you were brilliant. <laughs> I thought you were brilliant. He missed loads of opportunities for us. He sent a player off for, let's be honest, yeah, he, 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 beige card for me. I, I wouldn't have said it was a red, really. I mean, yeah, you can give it, you can't. He's one of them, is he? But he was straight in, red card, yellow card for this player. Kept slowing Watford down. He gave an offside that wasn't. There was that foul that Baker messed up as well.
1: Yeah, I'm to so right behind me last night was one David Webb, who was assessing the ref. Right in front of me was was a very hostile group of Watford fans who kept turning round and shouted at the top of their voice, Andre Mariner, this referee is, well, you can put insert any word you want, And it was David Webb. And for 40 minutes, they kept calling him Andre Mariner and he just had to sit there and watch the match. And I thought, wow. You know,
0: these people, if they could have got over, they'd have just had a go at him. too. I thought the ref was really good for us. Yeah, you told him as well, that's cracking ref. I would have done it, I would
1: have done cracking. Yeah, I, uh, Ten, 10, 10. give <laughs> him Just say one, one other thing. Who impressed you from Watford?
0: Three on the right side.
1: But the bloke that came on, what's his name? At or something?
0: Oh, the striker? I yeah, I
1: thought he was really good. And
0: oh. I looked up and he isn't a first team, he, he, he doesn't start very often. And I thought, well, when you look at him on the bench and you look at our, uh, your, as you call him, a lump of wood, I know I'd swap. Oh, uh, to, be honest, to be honest, I'd swap a coat cam for, for, for Wesley. <laughs> I'll be honest. But yeah, honestly, I put him in the same category as a Lightbone, a uh, Bruce Dyer. He's, he's in that level for me. But to be honest, there's a few good players that impressed me. That Morris, Morris is it? Their young left yeah. centre back. I think he's what we're crying yeah. out for. I think Esprit is just real power and pace. To be honest, that bio impressed me till he got himself sent off. I think his movement's yeah, brilliant. I, I,
1: I, I he impressed
0: me for that and that alone. Yeah, and that here, that defender. 14 is so calm on the ball. We we're ex Southampton, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, good player. I like him. Uh, but we're not talking about Watford players, we're talking about ours. Right, so now we move into Schumacher's rating.
1: Did you give the rep a rating? Uh,
0: yeah, give him a nine. Cracking form. I just me.
1: wanted to check you weren't delusional. Um, Schumacher, yeah, now, because he said he made a mistake with the subs, which I think's very brave of a manager, I think because he said he shouldn't take in off, and I understand the reason he said he needed keeping keep him fresh, like he did Berger...
0: I'm going to give him a 7. A 7. It, I'm the same. I think he got it right at the beginning. And I'll be honest, if it wasn't for his subs, if he'd left it another 10 minutes. This is one where it's going the opposite way now, where I think he's 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 changing a bit too early. He's got to get that right. I think sometimes you need a change when you need it. I thought we were commanding that game and we were starting to push. And I could see an opening and a chance because Berger was breaking through, especially when they lost a man. I think we had a 10-minute period where we were crying out for Berger to just put a little pass through to get us away properly. And when he went off, the substitute decisions were terrible. I'll be honest, I think when he brought Hoover on, I've already said how poor he was when he came on, Baker just killed us in the midfield. We had no sort of outlets to to create a good pass or move the ball forward. It was just all pass and hope. Then he made a bit of a dodgy decision where he moved Bay from the middle and put Axabanovic there, which doesn't suit him at all. He put Bay on the right, where we know he doesn't do well as a winger, and then he put Vidigal, who doesn't have that lightning pace to break in on his right side like Axabanovic was. I think it was dodgy decisions. And then when he brought Wesley on, Daniel Rubbish Johnson. It completely killed us. At that point, I was just praying for a draw because we were still conceding opportunities. Watford was still breaking through. And if it wasn't for a great bottom save, we probably would have lost that game. I think he's got to learn. Now, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. This is only his third game and he's barely been here that long. He probably looks at a player like Baker and goes, oh, he's a quality player that is. And Wesley played in the Prem. He doesn't know him yet, does he? He hasn't seen him play. But I think that might be the last for a few. I, I like what he's already done. The players look fresher. The players look excited. They're fighting, which they didn't under Alex Neil. They, they look happy. They're communicating with each other better. has come in, and that's a great captain appointment. The defensively they're looking a bit better as well I thought they were brilliant in the second half because they knew they were going to get overrun because of the pace of Watford so they played a high line and caught Watford twice there's real improvements already with Schumacher which I'll give it, give him credit for but he's got to get rid of this dead wood these players that he brought on three of them are dead wood who really shouldn't be playing for us again in Baker, yeah, Wesley Johnson about
1: them being dead wood, but you know you- you have to say that Ricky Martin feels that they're part of a very exciting squad. So the transfer window, which I'm sure we'll come on to next weekend, is uh, is going to be an in- interesting one. But for me, he's going to rotate the squad again against Ipswich because some of those players... I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't rest uh, the day, because he was out on his feet. I hope he doesn't because he's a young lad and maybe he'll recover. But I don't think he'll stick the 90 minutes.
0: Well, no, I, I probably agree with you, to be honest. But the the thing that I'll say mostly about about what he's going to do with the next games, we'll talk about that later, but the January window is coming up. Now, we've, we put a question out, didn't we, last week, to fans about what kind of striker they would like to see come in. Now, we have had quite a few responses, to be fair, which I'm going to go through. So, uh, Samuel Warren... He went loan deal for Ben Britton Diaz.
1: Right
0: now, what's your opinions on that? Because there is a rumor. I
1: think it would be great, but it's not. Great.
0: I don't think it'll happen. Why? Why, why don't you think? Well, there's been a bit of negativity. It's but Christmas. I, well, I think because
1: I think a lower rate, Premier League team that's struggling will go for him. We
0: won't pay his wages. Well, we won't. Will we? We'll only pay thirty, forty percent, won't we? So it, well, it, it, listen, he's not coming to Stone. Right, yeah. so they are. Right. So, sorry to ruin your Christmas, Samuel. It's not happening. Right, Finn Bark Biddle. He says. He why? Him. He was? Finn Barker from
1: Biddle, if I've seen
0: him play. <laughs> <laughs> I know Finn, I wait with him. He says, Danny Ings. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind Danny Ings. I think he's
1: an intelligent footballer.
0: I'd go with Danny Ings. I've got a little chance of getting in with how bad he's performing at West Ham. Well, I'd like to think we could get him. Again, it'll be a wages and whether Schumacher thinks he can add to the players we've got. I would go for Danny Innes. I would take Danny Innes. He'll always score when he plays. Yeah, I would take that as well. And a bit of a silly one, but we'll have to put it in. Logan Keeney, he wants Haaland. We'll gloss gloss over that one. (laughs) Sir Trench. He said he wants Breton Diaz because he, he wants to play for Stoke. Now, we covered that. You think there's no chance he'd ruin that. And then someone's here, put, has has Savvy. He wants Banford. Right. Well, let's just say I wouldn't mind him because I think he's intelligent, but he would never be on penalty duty
1: for me. Uh, well, well, I no. almost like him because of that one he sent that you still going towards Mars. Uh, I can't, I don't think he'll come to Stoke again. When you're playing at a level where
0: you've played at the Premier League, the teams at the bottom of the Premier League will all be looking for firepower to get out, and Ian's going to come to stay. Well, there you go. There's so that one. To be honest, I, I'm I'm not a giant fan of him. To be honest, and if he can't it's play, in,
1: and
0: if he can't play in the Championship League squad, then you know I, I think it might be the end for him. Right. So now we move into Andrew Spoony. And he's gone with Scott Twine, who might be returning to Burnley. I wouldn't
1: mind Scott Twine. I'd, I'd take Scott, Scott Twine, if I could say it, in a, in a heartbeat. So yes,
0: that's a yes from me. And then we've got yourself, and we've got Lewis Caldwell, who wants whiskey from Plymouth.
1: Yeah, I must say, Lewis, you're a person of
0: impeccable taste, and I will go along with that myself. I like What? but is he more of a wingy? I don't care. I wasn't give him my
1: squad. Right. You can
0: take the Hoover role. Bloody hell! I think I think a Bloody Hoover can take Hoover's role. <laughs> There's a few there that names in. I think we all know we need a striker, don't we? I mean, I know Ryan May's improved, but he's got to do a bit more improving. I think that's only his third goal of the season. We look at we look at the squad. I think. I mean, where do you want to improve? I think for me, the biggest problem is defence i think we need a left centre back and i think we need a left a proper left back who can cover as a left wing back as well i think that's I need a keeper. well i think a keeper's already on the verge isn't i think it's either going to be a return to travers or michael cooper but i don't think michael cooper will leave plymouth till the end of no. the season so that could work out quite right for us couldn't he because if we give travers on loan until the end of the season, because we're not going to pay the, I, I mean, personally, I don't want them to. I don't want us to pay that buyout of £7 because I don't personally think Travis is worth that. I'd rather just right. get him until the end of the season, so we've got a stable goalkeeper, and then go for Cooper at the end of the season from Plymouth, with
1: Whittaker.
0: Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly what we need to do, especially if Schumacher rates them that highly. They've, they've got to be players that suit him. Absolutely. Right, so it opens very soon. Is Have you heard anything else? Is there any any players going? Is Hoovey deciding? And this is the big question that I've been asked, again by a different Lewis. He wants to know what's going on with Campbell, because he has turned down a contract, haven't he? Well, you hear he's turned down
1: the contract. I think Campbell will go. I would try and get rid of him in January to get some pennies for him. It depends if anybody wants to take a risk on him because he's not played much. I honestly, don't know. I think we'll get more of a, an idea after the Jan after January the sixth when we played against whatever date it is when we play in the cup. I think we'll, the following week we'll get more about that. Um, I, I just think we'll be quite cagey at the start and we'll just see how other things go. We've got to get a keeper got to get a left-sided centre-back and a left-back, as you say. I still think we need two strikers. Um, and Um If we get those, I'll be happy. Well, if we get those that are the calibre of the uh, Howe and uh, Berger, I'll be happy. And my, if we get some people of the calibre of those that have been less than impressive, then I won't be happy. So if you get six players and three on' them are very good, then we've done well, haven't we?
0: Well, yeah, we have, yeah. And let's hope it's a good window and we bring more in like Bay and Junior. Right, so now we've got Ipswich next. Now, they're free-falling, aren't they? Um, Well,
1: they've not doing as well as they would. Um, I think that basically they'll come looking for a win. I'm not quite sure how we're going to set up because I do think some of our players are extremely tired. And we've got a returning player that we had on loan who... People are nailed on to score. I mean, yesterday, Jake Livermore had never scored for Watford. So what does he do? He goes and gets his first goal. Most players, when they play against Stoke, they break records. If they haven't scored, they score. If they haven't scored for 55 years, they come back and score. So the first thing I'll be doing at the match is having a look how many of their players have never scored, are on a comeback, having had a bad run. They'll score against us. But I think Stoke... If we can get out a decent squad, because I think Thompson should go into midfield and replace Pearson, but I'm not sure that'll happen. I think John Ho does need a break, but who are we going to put in to replace him? I'd put Sidibe in if, 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 as you've said, if we need to change anything. Uh, Haksibanovic hasn't played a great deal. Will he be really tired? I mean, we're quite stretched now in terms of people we've got with the injuries. And, and when you consider, as we've said, that Junior's going, this is his last match before he goes off to the, the African Cup of Nations, the only thing we can say about that is the TV place four won't probably be in the final, the last knockings of the tournament, so he shouldn't be away for the whole time. I just think it's a good time to play at Switch because they've also got a few players out. Is it now four they haven't won in? It? But it'll be a tough game. Who would you play?
0: I'd, I'd stick with a team that started to be honest I, well be- Pearson can't come in so I'd, I'd probably agree with you I'd probably put Sadibi in and that's it I mean it, just out, just bolster the, the bench and this time make the decisions at the right time I think we can't rest Berger and I don't think we can rest Bay because I think they link up too well in that midfield and if we're going to win it's going to come through them so I, we, we can't really rest them at the moment we haven't got any replacements I don't want Johnston in the squad and I don't rate Lewis Baker so we know who's going to play it's going to be Johnson and Baker probably knowing knowing our luck as fans but I think if Berger plays we've got a, we've got a chance of breaking teams open because he's that good with the ball he's good at running up the pitch he, he keeps his possession in our side I, but I've got a feeling we'll beat them I think they're in free fall I think they've come up, they've had a lot of luck they've done well but it, it's, there's been loads of teams like that haven't they have come up from League One Brought that momentum in with him and had a great start and then fade away. And I think they will fade away. And I think we've got a good chance of beating these. If Birger's in and Bay's in, with the way Schumacher's playing the squad, I think we'll do well. I think I've, I'm I'm going to go on prediction. I'm going to go. I'm going to go two 0 I think we'll win. Certainly, we've got a better record over the last five games. If he puts out the strongest side, he
1: can.
0: From the start and plays them as long as you can, then I think we'll win two one. Two one. You're going two one. I was tempted with two one, but we'll see how it goes. Well, it's level of predictions anyway. We Didn't get any right again. So before we go on, what's the news with the women this weekend? Let us all know. There's no, no women's news. There won't be any women's news till the middle of January. I mean, have a, a longer
1: break at this time of year than the men. Looking there, so I can't uh, give you any good news on the women's front, other than I believe they have a nice
0: Christmas. Well, that, that's good news, right? Is there anything else you want to discuss?
1: Can, can people who have an air fryer please write to our dear leader this week and give him recipes that involve the rubber trays that he's putting inside the air fryer? To make certain that they don't it doesn't dirty the air fryer i'm intrigued actually i've never seen an air fryer in operation uh and i hope i generally hope you're very
0: happy with it because clearly it's made for christmas it is it's brilliant and, and if you have got recipes please send them in and you can do that on following the potters podcast on twitter we're on there now so you can put in at podcast potters it's the other way around because for some reason the potter's pod's taken uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, I'm, I'm being more active on there because I know we have been a bit quieter the last couple of years. I'm, I'm stepping that up. So if you want to follow us, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter now. We've only got five followers at the moment, but you know it, it's only been up two days. And you haven't followed Ange. What's that well, about? you know what? You know what? I, I don't
1: spend my whole life looking on Twitter to see who's signed up but now
0: you've told me what's it called again on Twitter and Instagram? The Potter's Podcast
1: and put at I will follow it as soon as we finish speaking I will go up to the dizzy height of your sixth follower on Twitter and how many people
0: have you got on Instagram? Uh, 580 I think it is and that, that's uh,
1: 581 which is the number to be
0: by the way yeah it is the number to be Facebook were flying I think we've got coming up to 2,000 on that near enough. So things are moving nicely. I mean, I wanna put things out there. But is that it, Ange? Is there anything else we want to put through?
1: Yes, I just feel it's really important as you've missed it out. You seem to like all these reviews and people saying how brilliant you are. So if you have got the time to stick on a review and say say how brilliant Ian is, could you put PS Ange isn't too bad either?
0: Well, they don't have to do that, Ange. But if they want to, that's fine. They can do what they want. But yes, if if you are new to the podcast, you can follow us on all podcast platforms, all of them, every single one, Ange. Spotify, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, give us a five star review, and you can can put BS. Ange isn't too bad. Or you can say Ange is terrible. Whatever you want, as long as we get a five star review. So that's definitely it now, Ange.
1: Mm-hmm. It is, it's been a a busting year towards the end you're only as good as your last result it's really been great fun to do this I'd like to wish everybody a happy new year and we'll be back next week in 2024
0: Yeah, thanks everybody who's followed us and listened all the way through this eventful year of 2023 and I wish all the listeners and all the people who follow on the other social platforms a happy new year and we'll see you next year